This call is now being recorded. Now we're started. What's up, Griffport? Kramer. What's that? Griffport? Griffport. Griffport. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm in an airport. Yeah, correct. Have you eaten any food <clears throat> today? <laughs> I had some steak and shake earlier. I regret to inform you. I mean, I tell you what. Mild wow, money saving tip number one. Uh, they got uh, four meals for under four dollars over there at Steak and Shake. I don't know if the um, the fiscal damage is worth it, but you can't really. I couldn't argue with the price point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so cheap. Well, it's, it's well, become. Girl, uh, where were you? What have you done since the last show? What's been happening? Since the last time I talked, to you, okay, I went to we we, uh, we were in Chicago. We rented a car. We went to Bloomington, Indiana drove there. I don't know, it's like five hours or something there. I'll tell you what, everything's still expensive everywhere. Have you noticed this? Have you seen this? I'm talking fourteen dollars uh, for a damn outside my home sandwich. State of California. Okay. Uh well I mean I guess if you do, don't because they're still charging, you know, fourteen dollars for a fucking vegan bon me. You know what I'm saying? All over or at the airport? No, I'm talking in uh, Bloomington, Indiana. Just straight up, just straight up in the flyover. Oh, and also, I regret to inform you, I stopped at a uh, thrift store on the way to the airport earlier, next to Gary, Indiana. Nice, and, you know uh, from there. The Jacksons, all of them. Is that what you're gonna say? Kaboom. Yeah. Uh, I regret to inform you, in Gary, Indiana, well, they found out about um the flippability. Of shitty Y2K era T-shirts, they're yeah. trying to charge. They're trying to charge eighty-five dollars for a sign culture. Wow! Can you believe that? Damn! Have well, you seen yeah, this? Have you heard I mean, this? You know, they they got the internet everywhere, and they, there's lots of people everywhere who are in the flip game. So I would That's think true. that yeah, when you get out there, you're not guaranteed that you're in a middle of nowhere. I mean, I was shocked and horrified in the third thing. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. even, I don't even, why even wake up in the morning at this point? Yeah, it's not the same America anymore. But Everyone's you know what, that painted. would mean that, um, like, when I drove down the Saquon and was hitting stuff on the way, I think yeah. over time when you canvas areas, you start to realize, well, if I go over there, it's better. But, you know, when you're, when you're just in a town for a few hours, it's possible. True, true. I mean, I, could prob- I probably could have purchased a house in Gary, Indiana for cheaper than a Seinfeld shirt. Cause I tell you what, boy, exactly. there's yeah. a lot of empty houses over there. They have any Letterman stuff? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I didn't have the opportunity to look too hard. There's a funny guy from everywhere. Yep. Wherever you go, there's somebody's funnies from there. I tell you what, that's why I'm constantly going to New Jersey, home of Howard Michael Kramer. Woo! Woo! You gotta be giving me more than this, man. I've been up. Since a lot, a long time, we drove five hours to the airport, and then my flight got all fucked up, and I had to take another. You guys do the heavy lifting here, my man. Hey, well, you know. Let's go. Sounds like your care for the listeners is just off the charts. (laughs) (laughs) What is this, your 12th priority today? If I have some time in the terminal, I'll do the show. 
I hey man, I made yeah, I said, you know, we could do it tomorrow. Honestly, no, no, so no. Good. You, listen, when you don't Honestly, give any so information when it's a surprise to me when you get on the phone and you sound like Margaret Mead if she's been up for, <laughs> for four days in a row, then, then that's not on. It's like, oh, I made the choice. Why am I not? I will do the heavy lifting, but, I mean, this is, this is uh, you know, all right. What's up? First, I want to welcome everybody to this episode, episode of, of Grift Whores. No because look who's editing. Yeah, straight to... I tell you what, man. This will, this might be the episode that anyone who is, like, if they're still on the uh, anti-chop horse, which I don't think anyone is at some point. Everyone agrees that chopping is necessary. This is going to test your patience. And I apologize for that. And I apologize to everybody all around the world, but Lord, I'm sorry. Right there you go. Hey, um, so um, I did this show the other night, stand-up show at the Glendale Rooms. Do you ever do that place? No, but go on. Heard of it. So it's a, it's a stand-up club in yeah. Glendale. Love and, that. Um, it's not like Dynasty Typewriter where it's got like a fucked up name, but... <laughs> It's just odd because when you go in there, the place is just filled with books. I mean, it, it basically looks like a library without the uh, shelves in the middle. Like, just the walls are covered in books. In right? a comedy venue in Glendale, California. In a comedy club. So, That's not called, uh, For those like, of you who don't know, Dynasty Typewriter is a club that opened here in town, and it's just like they picked a random, odd name and... Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't approve of names like hyenas or chuckle hut or whatever those are either. But at least they you know, say something about what the product you're gonna get. Right. I mean go bananas. Do you know what I'm saying? This, yeah, it's right there. That's what's gonna happen there. You're gonna go bananas. When you hear That's all right. this misogynistic content, you're gonna lose your fucking mind, man. Oh you're gonna my go God. bananas. I I headlined there three, four times. Are you accusing me of doing misogynist content? Absolutely, one hundred percent, folks. Because Howard's misogyny. I mean, look, I got all those sets on tape. I go back and you tell me. I mean, maybe there's one or two things that are misogynist for twenty twenty two. The time I told them, I doubt it. Simpler time. I mean, I'm not out there trying to step on toes. Go ahead. So I said simpler time. You were saying, right. but you were talking about the abhorrent name Dynasty Type. Yeah, the Gl- Glendale Room. So anyway, mm-hmm. it turns out that the guy who started the club, he bought a shipping container full of used books. Oh, I'm and, listening. And and I'm and I'm not sure if he just did that and then had them and then did a club and thought I'll just stick them all in there. Mm-hmm. I think he must have because he's like he didn't name it the book club. He didn't name it like ha ha, right. you know. Yeah. Of laughs or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, <laughs> Moby uh, Dick, the comedy club, yeah. Anyway, he wasn't there, and, you know, I asked my questions, and, you know, a lot of disinterest, what I usually get when I, you know, go detective where I'm not wanted. Mm-hmm. And, um, anyway, the point is, though, that this guy knows the key. I mean, if, if I could, uh, maybe I'll email the website or something. Or if anybody listening has any 
ideas, any jockeys out there. Be Wait, interesting ha- to know what it takes to get into the shipping container. Right, business. right. Like buying unclaimed buying lots, that, basically. Know. Yeah, I mean, um, if I ever found out there's like a, a shipping container full of DVDs. Oh, I mean, my God. Or my they, you know, they must be like a penny a piece or something like that. Did I ever tell you about uh, my favorite store when I lived in Ohio? It was this place called Mark's. That was. Hang on, like, move out of the way. Somebody's coming through with a luggage cart. Oh, they're good. Thank you, though. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was but getting, uh, you know, audio signals. Yeah, my favorite store uh, when I was I don't know if you living. passed out in an aisle and the guy's going to run over one of your limbs or something. No, I'm actively sitting in a chair across from the. Get a get a load of the name of this business. Crisp, Actively sitting. I like Crisp it. and Green. That's Megan's peak for sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. I, I'm sitting across from the Crisp and Green. I'm holding out, uh, open open hours off at the office hours for my haters outside the Crisp and Green. Okay. My favorite store. What are you saying? Crisp and Green. Crisp and Green. Crisp ampersand oh. Green. Crisp and Green. Two, That's a local store. Two great store. tastes. Tastes great together. I assume you can get a flavorless salad there, or maybe like a salad where the uh, like the ranch tastes like uh, it's got glucose in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I yeah. thought you were actually describing all the cash in my pocket. Oh, crisp and green. <laughs> uh, no, no, actually, well, soiled and tattered. That's in another uh, terminal. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would describe the yeah. cash in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I lived in Ohio, my favorite store was a store called Marks, which is like, like, like very similar to, to grocery outlet. Like I would say proto grocery outlet, where it's uh, right on. You know, we got food, but then Marks was like mostly miscellany. And um, that, oh, that Marks is where I, I once purchased an item called Bottle It, which is uh, a little plastic bottle top that you can put on top of a can. To transform the can into a bottle. Damn! Did that? Uh, did you use it a lot? I actually did use it a lot. Yeah, because I mean, you've done it. You know, a, a fly doesn't get in your Coca-Cola if you leave oh, it out. Right. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. That's the idea. Not acceptable. Right. Anyway, uh, Marks uh, would buy a lot of a lot of their inventory would come from buying unclaimed lots of items at the docks, and I remember the news story once that uh, Marks bought a unclaimed lot at the docks and opened it up and it was just full of, well, human skulls. Damn. Yeah. Where'd that come from? (laughs) I don't know exactly where, but me thinks somewhere bad, Kramer. I don't think they can... I'm just thinking you buy the skulls and then you bring them back there and sell them to say, hey, you want to put these back on? Just a way to make money out of them. Oh, sell them back to the person whose skull has been removed. Is this what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, somewhere there's a bunch of skeletons with no heads on them. You go back mm. to the skulls. It's got like it, got the G.I. Joe's when, you, you know, you sell, I sold those little G.I. Joe parts. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, there's got to actually be big money in just human skulls, right? Because there's so many, like, edgelord dudes who love to collect katana swords and yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So maybe we should get and, into uh, buying unclaimed lots. We might find some skulls. But I'll tell you what, that Mark, that Mark sounds like he knows the shipping container game. If uh, yep. anyone knows Mark, let us yep. know. Does anyone know Mark of Mark's fame? Yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, uh, 
What would you want to hear first? I have a correction I got an issue, or I could give you some star-faced disc numbers. I would actually like to hear a correction because I love when you uh, express humility. Up. Yeah, when okay. you express grateful humility. I think I'm always humility. Until, and sometimes I just brag just to break just to break out of it for a piece of paper. But uh, so um, yeah, this is a correction, and uh, all right. Well, here's what happened. Okay. So do you remember on the last show I started saying Sliving Land, like Paris Hilton? Yes, I was very confused by that. Right. And so then you go in the middle of it because I go, it's opening up eleven, eleven twenty-one, and then you go. 21, and I go, oh, yeah, I wrote it wrong. I don't know what I I don't know what day it is in the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. Turns out, I guess, I don't really listen to a lot of old podcasts, I guess. But I was listening to an old podcast, and the ad came on. I mean, the podcast was a year old. (laughs) What podcast was it? By the way, gang, if you didn't if you didn't hear what he's talking about, this was on Kiss My Griffs. Howard was saying that Paris Hilton was launching her uh what I guess like metaverse community. Her metaverse. Yeah. And I was we, yeah. you know, one would think that's quite odd. Well, I, I believe the metaverse is well and truly over, at least for now. But Kramer yeah, is saying his in how did you even get Intel that fucking old? What are you listening to? Oh, it was um well, there's this quarterback named Steve Young, right? And mm-hmm. he basically is, he's like an independent thinker. Like, he, he he says, like, nobody ever gets what he's talking about. And people will say, like, what are you talking about? That's not important. And he'll be like, no, that's the most important thing. Right? I mean, are we, do we know, what's the over-under on him having CTE? Is he just, is he Swiss cheese no, brain? No. He's, no, he's from Greenwich, Connecticut. He's very smart, very okay, forward it. thinking. He okay. does more to help the groups that you, you know, claim to help. He does more than you. They <laughs> claim to help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a socialist <laughs> icon, quarterback Steve Young. Is that I mean, that's it. He helps. He helps margin. He and his wife help marginalized groups. So anyway, okay, that's what's up. I was listening to that, and that was from a year ago. So all mm-hmm. that, all, I kept on hearing that Sliving Land ad, and uh, <laughs> that's on me. That's on me. But I do want to say this. As dead as it all is, do you know that in 2008, in 2008, HBO okay. could have bought Netflix? What do you mean? They, the offer they, they was, was on like the table. Net, yeah, net, well, yeah, Netflix was new, and it was like, you know, Time Warner could have bought it. You know, like Time Warner had, you know, as Time Warner, they could, you know, there was a proposal on the table, like, hey, should we buy this thing? So, you, I mean, you're the, basically the, just talking about a grift deferred right now. They could yeah. be. They so, wouldn't have to destroy all entertainment. They would be having, they would yeah, have I mean, so much Netflix, income. They would, you're right. Yeah, Netflix probably would have never become, like, Netflix and never would have become their... You know, they're still chasing Netflix for subscribers and all that. Even Damn, if, I even actually, if HBO Max is good. This, this could have just nipped the streaming wars in the bud, my guy. This would have solved a lot of problems. Yeah. This would have made their less cartoons for adults. That that would be great. 
less yep, you know less that. staff writers. That would be awesome. Wow, less and people make the money that you and I know. All right, but yeah. anyway, <laughs> my point is is that um, if you if you went to people who were in the know and doing well in 2008 and mm-hmm. said, let's buy this thing Netflix, they'd be like, shut up, the internet, stupid, we just did an AOL Time Warner merger, we all lost tons of fucking money, nobody knows what the <laughs> fucking internet is, fuck you. Fuck you. So that's all I'm saying about, for everybody with the NFTs and the crypto and stuff like that, it's like, it's going to survive in some form. Mm-hmm. purchases you could make today that would make you a billion dollars in 10 years. But, you know what I'm saying? You, right. It's hard, it's, hard, it's hard to sell people in the current climate. And I and I don't, you know. I mean, I get, yeah, we got, I you know, we oncoming recession. One thing I noticed about the heartland, America's uh, vital Middle West, a lot of signs yeah. uh, advertising things as inflation busters. They're feeling the right. pinch, my guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Inflation. What do you mean, like a fast food menu? Yes. Fast food menus, like like liquor stores. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, we we absolutely have the cheapest price on absolute inflation buster. You know what I mean? Right on. Yeah. uh, We got a fire truck coming by, so hang on. Hopefully. Actually, I got to say, I can't. Oh, you have a fire truck coming by. That's, That's rich. You so you thought I was telling you that there was a fire truck in the terminal? In the- <laughs> yeah. Well, I started looking around, like you know, maybe uh, maybe you're hearing something I ain't hearing, you know. Yeah. I do. I want to give myself a little bit of a shout out, a little a little credit for uh, as you were talking, uh, I, uh, an altercation begun happening, and I just want you to know. I paid more attention to you than the altercation. I did give, I paid, oh, I paid a little in, attention to the altercation, but I just is, want to know you have my any, mostly undivided attention. Is one of the people in the fight wearing a Vikings jersey? Uh, I think it was a, a couple who had probably been traveling for many hours and were sniping at each other about uh, who can say. Right you on. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I saw that in the parking lot of the supermarket the other day. Yeah, a couple sniping. Yeah, you know, F you and all that. And I'm like, are there kids in the back? I don't know. These two are just, they seem to be uh, making all the mistakes that everybody makes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, money saving tip is number 8 million. Don't have kids. There you go. Kaboom. Congrats on that one. Money saving hey, tip uh, number 8 million and one. Don't be in a relationship. If you, uh, you know, save your save your emotions, save some therapy or whatever. Come on. Right on. Hey, um, shout out. Well, I got a, I had an Eve Dweeb overshare. You want to hear about that? Yeah. You sound excited great to tell the sound. Actually, okay. since, since I'm on my phone, I don't really exactly feel like looking for it. But basically, mm-hmm. you know what? <laughs> a guy needs to know, hey, is this thing Region 2? Will it play in, like, different players or no, is my... this Region 1? Like, what? Okay, but, you're yeah. right. But instead of just doing, asking that, he's like, you know, we're going to play in Region 1 because I have a system and I wanted to play in the And then I go, uh, I respond back to him. No, it's not. It only plays in number one. 
Mm-hmm. So I just figured that's the end of it. And then, One minute, you know, I, mean, I got messaged an hour later. Oh, okay, well, I won't buy it then, because mine only plays in Region 2 and Region 1, so then I won't be able to buy yours in November, but I thank you for responding fastly to my thing. Fastly. Fastly. <laughs> so, they're out there, but I did move today a uh, a Sambo's Kids menu. <laughs> Shout out. Wow, that's uh. There what are we go. talking? Wait, thirty nine ninety nine. That's my guess. I, uh, you overshot twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine. That's uh, the bargain. Hey. That's right. The price. That's a that's part so, of American history, right there. Hey man, it's a piece of paper, and that load of menus has already paid for itself many many times over. Many many times over. Speaking of pieces of paper, I just got you some. I got I got you a few of them. And they're bound. I can just reveal it. Really? On here. Well, really? it's a. Uh, Actually, let me just open the bag right here and see. What does it say exactly on it? Oh, you don't want me to tell you what it is? No, I thought you just said you weren't going to. No, I said I was going to tell you since we're not sitting together anyway. I might as well just tell you. No, no, because then I don't get to see it. It's not a surprise. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could keep it a surprise. uh, You're like a road dog comic. You you go out on the road and you just... You've lost all sense of boundaries. It happens with comedians. Like, they go out there, all of a sudden, it's like, you know, with guys and stuff, it's like, all of a sudden, they're, like, doing tons of sex and drugs, and they don't, like, they don't know regular boundaries anymore. Okay. Well, I mean, unlike all of those people, uh, I'm still thinking about Howard Michael Kramer. You know what <laughs> I mean? You. Number one, got my eyes I on the prize. in the middle of what could I get? Yeah, I'm talking about a gift I got for you, for Christ's sake. <laughs> that is comprised of paper. That is the only... Magazine. Oh, I got I got a good uh, road dog story for you. So I road right. dogged last night, as you know. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it went well uh, for me. I mean, for everyone else, it did quite well. But it was well, one of those things... You did a set? You did a set? I was hosting uh, Anthony and his friend Matt do a show. Like uh, like a live show, and I was hosting yeah, that yeah. in a bar in Bloomington, Indiana. Well, I wouldn't blows, so don't. I wouldn't don't say uh, you know I wouldn't say I really uh, tore the roof off anything. There was a lot of blank stares and silence, which is like you know I'm used to it. Um, Did you go political right away, or what happened? I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I talked about flushing my kid down a toilet or whatever, just because there was a guy in the front row that looked like he played golf, and I just wanted to. I don't know. Yeah, and that was right away. This is pretty close. It's pretty close to up top, I guess. See, this gang, this is why editing. This is why I have to argue for it and everything. Do you why? know how many times I've... Because, like, I mean, our show has not... Our show, like, I'll edit stuff like that out so the show doesn't start that way. Oh, so no, people won't know my true uh, aggressive nature, I guess, is what you're saying? No, you're easing like, them into... It's like, it's a strategy because, it's like a funnel strategy because, like, for instance, that guy might have loved everything you were saying if you didn't start that way. Right, right, right. Good point. I'm not saying I do it right when I go up. I'm just saying, you know, theoretically. Hey, man, you know, if I had access, if I could, uh, if I had access to revisionist history, there'd be a lot of things different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, my set at the Glendale room went pretty good. I mean, there wasn't, like, a ton of people there. 
But I, mm-hmm. do, I did videotape it. So it, when I feel comfortable, I'll look at it. If anything's good, I'll put the clips up for it. Love the, that. Yeah. Are you going to you start doing the, uh, doing the thing where the comedian puts the video on the TikTok with the captions of them performing? Um, Are you gonna I do feel that? like the captions will be beyond me. But, um, <laughs> like, I would be... I would probably feel good if I did have those up, like cut well, to you. My stand-up's gonna cut to you coming yeah. over to my apartment, so I can individually type all of the captions onto the stand-up clip that you put on TikTok. I like it. You know what? Thank you for that offer. Be over soon. <laughs> all right. Do you want to hear some star face disc numbers or? Oh wait, I did. Well, I was in the middle of an anecdote. Yes, not. And then we can go to the star face disc. I was just going to say, I was going to give a road dog anecdote. Oh, yeah. The road dog anecdote is this. So I've been doing a joke where I talk about how, you know, if we're going to bring Y2K back, the whole Y2K aesthetic, Y2K everything, then I'm sorry, but we, we get to say the R word again. Okay. And then I, I go what, into it. There's more the of the joke. Word? Retarded. Oh, okay. Okay. That's why you and, got a blank stare. Um, there's, well, there's a couple people laughing, but mostly this kid, I, I ran into this kid afterward and he, he thanked me for telling that joke because he says, because the R-word. he's like, he's now he's allowed to say it again. <laughs> he said, I thought, well, I, I feel, I thought it was coming back. Uh, I'm excited it's coming back basically. And then oh, right he, uh, sang a Jason Mraz song at karaoke. I was going to say. Yeah, he probably wasn't the smartest guy around. Um, I think he seemed pretty smart. Really, really, really uh, ripped up that Jason Moran song. This anecdote isn't very good, I guess, to you. No, I mean, to the listeners, I mean, give us a like a guy who like he wanted permission to be able to say (laughs) retarded again, and then you said yes, and then I would have been like, was that like should I have given that guy permission? And then he goes up and sings Jason Mraz, and I'd have been like, yeah, no, I never should have given that guy permission. I mean, now it's funny, yeah. I mean, that's that's basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you dryly, minutely describing what happened makes it funnier. Because that's how comedy works. Well, the drier and the more minutiae, the funnier it is. Yeah. Anyway, surface disc. Well, I was at, um, I was, you know, popping case yesterday, and, um, you know, I bring all the discs up, and um, while the person's ringing them up, mm-hmm. they say to me, they go, they go, you know, because I'm always worried they're going to go like, you know, we're tired of doing this for you. Stop doing this. Like, I always am paranoid that they actually give a shit. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, like, well, one day they'll start, uh, yeah, having empathy for their corporate overlord that exploits their, them and their labor. Yeah, or, or they'll go like, you know, we don't like taking 10 minutes to do this every time you come in and the store makes 49 cents. <laughs> but they don't do that. So I'm in my mind, I'm always waiting for them to hit me with that. But, right. Um, they're doing it this time, and she goes, uh, she goes, yeah, I don't know why more people don't do this. And and I go, yeah. Ooh. And then she goes, yeah. She goes, it reminds me of, uh, you know, and uh, she goes, uh, you know, Blockbuster. And I go, yeah, like a Blockbuster. She goes, yeah, I don't know why people just... So anyway, it was like... She knows, and she's into it. Yeah, they're into it. They she knows what's like going it's on. It's a good idea. Yeah. Well, she, she probably she just thinks so. that you're... 
you're getting them and then watching them and then returning them. She doesn't know about those. Yeah, she says. Because yeah. she goes, how she goes, how were these? And then she picked up uh, the thirty three, which is like a a movie about these Chilean miners. <laughs> what is like, it called? The thirty three. If there's like thirty three <laughs> miners were stuck in there. So um, the thing is, is like because I've seen these titles so many times, I do have some knowledge of them. So I was like, I wasn't nervous. So she's like, "Was this one good?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's about these miners." <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. You fucking this ate the, the pop quiz. Yeah, just the lowest level stakes, but it's still like you feel good if you pass the test. But anyway, um, that brings us to this week's numbers. Okay. Thank you. All right. We had a couple <laughs> movers, and then we had a big mover. Okay. All right. First off, Matthew McConaughey moves from 12 to 13 with The Paper Boy. Starring the Zach paper boy. Yeah. It's Starring mostly a Zach Efron movie. But a big ass Gross. picture of McConaughey on the disc. Okay. Oh, but no no Efron. That? That's good. That's uh, all right. I approve of that. Well he's on it too, but it's like smaller. Anyway. Okay, good, 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 good. All right. John's Revolta moves from eight to nine with Welcome Back Cotter, season one. <laughs> How many discs are in Welcome Back Cotter Season 1? Four. And is it all, uh, what was his, uh, no, uh, like one, Sweat Hog? One's, yeah, one's, yeah, yeah. One's Washington, one's, one, you know, right, right. I mean, uh, Epstein <laughs> and uh, Horshack. So, but anyway, let me tell you something. When you have a movie star who's got eight, nine discs, and then you pop in their TV show where it all started, which I've also done with Johnny Depp. I got the 21 Jump Street mm-hmm. disc. Mm-hmm. It just adds another layer. It's like, wow, this is an extensive collection. It's kind of like having a rookie card. It's like the guy before he broke as a big movie star. Yeah. Still there, hopefully. And... um this is a big one right now. This is huge. The Rock jumps from not seven to eight, but seven to nine. To nine. Two rocks in the same session, and that was the game plan and Tooth Fairy. <laughs> I was hoping one of the uh, four children pictures was uh, yeah, yeah, what Disney, you had acquired. Yeah, Disney ones. Yeah. Kaboom. So pretty nice. And... Um, in a collecting, since we're talking about collecting, congratulations mm-hmm. to two of my rookie cards from this year, Kenny Pickett and Sam Ellinger from the Steelers and the Colts. They both won their first games today. Today, a day of taping, hours ago, these guys, uh, you know, the cards Congrats. that I bought, boom, now they're on the uh, board. Congratulations for making the win and not saying anything virulently anti-Semitic, online or off. That we know of. Who? Oh. The your gut your rookies, isn't that what ha- the happen? What happened to your uh, your basketball guy? He said all that anti-Semitic shit. Oh, Do you Kyrie? know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he he hasn't been a rookie in like ten years. No, okay, well, but he was on a card. Of... Out his rod. <laughs> Just making a card reference. You know yeah, I know, but 
Josh Primo pulled out his horn, and uh, Kyrie is anti-Semitic. Okay. Hey, shout out to those Starface Disc numbers of the week. <laughs> if only we had uh, additional audio we could put under that. That'd be nice. Hey, Can shout be- out to Giuseppe Basta. You know, um, he was selling Russell Wilson jerseys with the Seahawks. We've we've gotten all those stories. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the Seahawks made a surprise. Like, they're actually good again for uh, it is surprising everybody. I oh, don't nice. know if Giuseppe Basta is now flipping the new. Is he flipping the Geno Smith? Is he, is he flipping the new Seahawks jerseys? So let me know. They played in Germany this morning, and they actually lost. But Germany in the country of for Germany? Jerseys. The, that in didn't Germany. tell you this stuff? In the country of Germany. Yeah, they had the first ever NFL game in Germany. And, um, <laughs> Why like, did they do this? Because there's like millions and millions of fans that love NFL in uh, oh. Europe now. Okay, okay. So the thing is, is like they became fans and like when, when free television would show a game in Germany, they would show Seahawks games because the Seahawks have been good the last few years. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those phenomenons where you go to Germany and they're, it's a, they're all just Seahawks fans. It's like You're it's very random. Okay, got it. You would have thought they were Cowboys fans or, Patriots, you know, one of the bigger teams that everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, Seahawks. So, anyway, my point is Giuseppe Basta could be selling them to Germany. He could be selling them all over. So, I want to get that story. Right Make sure you have your... international shipping set for yes if you're selling Seahawks jerseys. That's also a good go. point where it's just like – if you, I mean, a, you know, a team like that, sometimes good, sometimes bad. That means when they're bad, then maybe at some other point they'll be good. Keep the, keep your inventory. You know what I mean? True, but there'll always be a future. Yeah, future. A lot of times, if, the, if it's an old quarterback that moves on to a different team, it's hard. No, to the people lose interest, guys. But this is, you know, in general, it's good advice. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe it's advice that could be uh, translated to another um, item that's not sport-related. Seeing as I know nothing about sport, Jesus Christ, it's so fucking loud in here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. They they don't uh, respect the casting <laughs> studio. Rules. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I did think about going into the uh, nursing mother's lounge or whatever. Yeah. But then, you know, that yeah, would be my career enthusiasm moment. In there. Yeah. They, well, <laughs> I just mean, I, like, I meant locking myself in there. But then, you know, uh, then I'd get on a yeah. female Larry David did when somebody actually needs to get their tits sucked on. Probably no reception in there, too. Mm, right, 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 right. Great point. Well, then how yeah, am I going to show my kids veggie tales? How am I going to stream right. veggie tales for my kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. You would have been a great mom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, um, have you seen how, uh, you know, like, because I watch The Crown and everything, so yeah. all my um, all my coverage of the Queen's funeral was just kind of like in, um, you know, it was just kind of informed by just watching that show. It was okay. as if, um, you know, if I watched Dallas, 
the nighttime soap and then like Larry Hagman died. Like it's just I wouldn't have known about <laughs> I Dream of Genie or anything. So but anyway, That's a great analogy, I just yeah. caught up with the fact that uh, Scottish Twitter was fucking lighting, like they were just mercilessly ripping on that queen when she died. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I it makes sense that was that, very that happened. Elon. Yeah. But I, I just hit a vein of it where I got to go back and watch them all because I didn't get to see them. And it was fucking awesome. It was merciless. It was great. <laughs> Gavin Pino's gang, go after them. How do you go after them, by the way? What do you what do you what are the search terms you use to see this? Oh, just yeah, you go on TikTok or whatever and just search um, Scottish uh, reaction queen death. You know, just you yeah, probably don't even okay. need that much. Love that. But um, they had guys like doing the river dance in front of Buckingham Palace to another one bites the dust. <laughs> I mean, it was it was fucking. I mean, it was ruthless and great. Check it out. <laughs> I mean, like, really fucking sassy river dance. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was fuck, like a fuck you type of river dance. Mm-hmm. When, when when you can tell that they need it. They don't want yeah, it. They a, need it. Yeah, there's like a charge in every move they're doing. Mm-hmm. Intense eye contact. Like when Jessica, remember when Jesco, the dancing bandit, when, he, when his brother-in-law wouldn't give him back his sunglasses? When Jessica the Dancing Bandit, when his brother-in-law wouldn't give him back his sunglasses. What what is this in reference to? <laughs> you never saw, you know, you know Jesco the Dancing Bandit? Jesco the Dancing Bandit. No, we no, gotta do a whole special on this now. I bet half it? our listeners, at least half our listeners know. He's this hillbilly who used to dance up in the in the mountains of Virginia. And then there was a little documentary about him, but in the middle of the documentary, his... Um, his his brother-in-law won't give him back his sunglasses. Okay. So he goes over there to get his sunglasses because he really likes these sunglasses. Anyway, <laughs> somebody gets shot, and uh, the but it's it's one of the great uh, portraits of rural rural America you'll ever see. I, I'll sit there and watch it with you. What I mean, is you it? Gotta, you gotta, it sounds familiar. What is it? Yeah, what's it I called? I think it was a. I think originally was a PBS. It's Jesco, the Dancing Bandit. Okay. Okay. And he just like tap dances to hillbilly to bluegrass music, but he's like yeah, yeah. he's got like unbelievable like magnetism and swagger. And then when he starts talking, <laughs> it's like a full Appalachian hillbilly, but like he's just like a star. He's just like a, you know, he's just like a. He's got star power. Gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of the Appalachians, I want to give a shout out to uh, Mountain Dew. Just noticed they have a new flavor. Saw someone drinking it in the Middle West. I think it's a uh, Fruit Loop flavor, something like that. Whoa! Very unnatural wow. coloring. Look, made yeah, my teeth hurt just can? looking at it. What's that? Is it in a can? It was in a bottle, twenty ounces. Oh, I yeah. want that. You know, well, I mean. Um, can't take it on the plane, Grim. What's up? I think there's like flaming hot Cheeto soda or something too. There is, yeah. There's flaming hot Cheeto Mountain Dew. Okay, yeah, that Mountain Dew. Yeah, heard Mountain Dew's taking like sugary foods and candy and stuff and like bashing it up with their soda. I mean, people are, you know, people have just been edging with diabetes for so long. They need to 
They need to push it over the top. Damn. I don't know what that means. That sounded weird. Edging I guess <laughs> what I was going to say is, like, sugar doesn't get get anyone off anymore. You know what I mean? Because everything has sugar in it. Now we need, like, sugar plus spicy. Now we need, like, sugar plus some extreme flavor blast from out of right, the um, field. You know what I'm saying? Totally. He gets yeah. it. Tomorrow night, if anyone's in the area, I'll be playing in Chinatown at the Oracle Tavern. If anyone wants to come see some stand-up over there. What are you... You're doing a little rash of shows here. What's yeah. up, dude? You got a little bee in your bonnet? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm getting booked. I mean... He's booked to get back out there. I mean, mm-hmm. um, And there's people making big money. The, the biggest grift we're leaving on the table is that serious... Serious XM. Oh, like not uh, releasing more albums for them to play on satellite radio and then pay you royalties oh, yeah. for? I mean, hey, you're good. You just recorded one. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they'll play it, though, because it it's not an actual comedy. There's no laughter. Well, uh, <laughs> I feel like they'd be inside the place. If I What's go that? tape one next year, if I go tape one next year, maybe you could come with me and you could tape one, too, in front of a crowd. Mhm, mhm. I mean, I'm liking what I'm hearing, taking what I'm giving, joking for a yeah. living. You know what I mean? Why don't you just record for one sure. now, dude? Why don't you talk about um right now on the what, phone? What, or yeah, I mean, maybe you could do that. You know how like uh, rappers used to do like bars when they were in jail, like do verses yeah. on the phone in jail. You could be but, yeah, um, recording them like this. But um. The, the audience is small and tired, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, man, I'd rather be big and rich than small and tired. You know what I mean? Woo! I love Great modern show. country. We were listening to the radio, like driving through Indiana today. There was just there's just some song now that's just straight up like, it's like country rap. Is yeah, that we're, yeah. we're there now? It's but it's but the whole song yeah. was rap, but like country yeah, like probably what's twangy. His name? Yeah, what's probably his name? what's his name? Who's what's his name? You know, Kane um you know, the serial. Kane uh Oh Kane uh Kane Brown, that's the serial guy. Yeah. I mean if it's if he it rapped? Was, it was probably Florida it was either Florida Georgia Line or Kane Brown or just one of those new type of guys. Wild stuff. Yeah. They found what from a, eight oh eight. I bought one of my first drum machines ever in Austin, Texas at a pawn shop. Makes sense. How much? Yeah. I probably paid about 35 for it. I still have it. I'll kaboom. never sell it. Never sell it. Oh, man, speaking of That's Kaboom, uh, there there's a lot of fireworks. Uh, establishments in the Midwest. Yeah. So I went yeah. called Kaboom. Thought about taking a picture. Really? Didn't. Didn't. Yeah. Uh, How's that well, story? Uh, How's that good grab you? Sentiment was there. Hey, uh, I'm excited that you're headed back to town. We're going to be doing uh, in-person shows. Yep. Uh, this week, this is a lot of fun. And uh, <laughs> remember to check out Megan's impressions in written form right over there on Substack. Uh, 
Yeah, and you're going to want to have to go to yeah, have com slash shop, pick up an Awesome Stories DVD. There you go. And also and. head on over to whochartedpod.com. <laughs> Check out what we're doing over there. We did a great episode with Open Mike Eagle. He was fantastic on the show this past week. We got Blaine Kapatch coming up. And oh, nice. Head on over to Drop Day Duel. This week is going to be Bruce Springsteen versus Run the Jewels. Wow. Why even don't... Come on. They're both interpretive albums. You don't know You don't know the landscape. They're both interpretive albums. It's going to be a great battle. It's a battle of how they're reinterpreting the material. Well, I'm saying, how could Bruce Springsteen possibly hold a candle to run the jewels? That's fucking ridiculous, Kramer. Because they're You're reinterpretations. Up... It's not run the jewels, here's our new album. Then I bet they would be... <laughs> Springsteen. They're both <laughs> uh, both albums are reinterpreting existing material. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. You got me. Okay. I'll keep my people there you for that. And, uh, um, also, I'm not going to tell you who or what, but um, a performer that is funny that's been featured on our show that we've talked about before. He's an actor. Mm-hmm. He's coming up. And we, I'm waiting for you to come back. We got a great case pop to do. People will be excited about that one. Megan, have a great flight. Howard, we'll see. Thank Bye. you, <laughs> Howard. I can't wait to see you and give you this gift and many more hugs, hugs and kisses. And we will see you right, right here, here next week. week on. Grift. Grift. Horse. Bye-bye. <laughs> Peace.